You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki. And I am here with our faithful producer, Will. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> That was so so sweet and gentle. <laughs> I was going to do a Chewbacca roar, but then I remember I can't do one. Oh, <laughs> can anyone here do one? Mine just sounds like Perry the Platypus. Yeah. Do it. Oh. oh. Like, so nah. uh, we have. Uh, oh, and our uh, we have our co-host Sean here next today. to a severed head. Next to the severed head it's my of. Father. <laughs> it's, it's a helmet. For those of you who are just listening. In Mandoa, it's a buoy sea. <laughs> and uh, that, the, the dulcet tones that you just heard Hello. were of one Nico Fett. Hi. Welcome. Hello. As they say in Star Wars for Mandalorian language, Sukui Gar. I'm not going to do any more Mandoa this episode. I just wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> you can, you can no, do more good. Mando. Uh, <laughs> Is that a that you know a little too much i used to role play so yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> no that's uh that's fair so uh you uh, are explain to us your role with i'm the, a star war you are one star war one whole star war <laughs> one whole star war um but uh if, specifically if Nico is Star War, can I be Star Peace? Star War and Star Peace by Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you can you can segue into your question now. That's the only that's the only <laughs> No, you have to only? do it now, Sean. That's the only. Are we sure about that? Um <clears throat> so tell us um a bit about just kind of yourself as a cosplayer and how you got started um with Nico the Fett. Okay. Uh okay. Well I have been doing Star Wars cosplay for nine years now. I started back the summer after high school. It's going to sound weird, but I got into Facebook roleplay for Star Wars because someone got me into that. I don't know how I got into it, but I didn't know how to make a cool name. And so I thought, I'm making a Mando character. Uh, I like Django Fett. And so I just took the same naming scheme and I took the K off my name and put an O on and I became Nico Fett and it stuck. And then coming up with colors was uh, – that was my orange and black of my high school colors for Flushing High School. And I thought it looked cool on my really badly recolored costume picture that I did on my computer. Uh, you can and, see uh, it on an Instagram post of his from three days ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, those of you who are watching this live, those of you who are listening, you can find him on Instagram at Nico the Fett. Oh, gee, I should have added that. scroll down to uh, – but you'll see a 2010 versus 2019. Oh, yeah. It's the start to end of decade thing. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. But I had change. a, my wife, air quotes wife in the roleplay thing ended up being one of the founding members of our chapter of the Mandalorian Mercs costume club here in Michigan. And she got me into the boards and starting to make a costume. It took me six years to get to official status with that because I started college immediately after that and the money went away. And then I came back to doing my armor better. And so I've been nine years doing T-Face shenanigans as a traffic cone Mandalorian. Yeah, that even says that that is the the 
the top phrase in your description on Instagram is uh, traffic cone Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an orange space boy. Now, so, well, go ahead. Go uh, ahead I was going to say, just what about initially attracted you to the Mandalorian? And I, to like the armor and such a complex character. I really liked Star Wars since growing up. I one of those people where I don't have a point in my life where I didn't have Star Wars that I can remember. I know I'm here into Buzzy too. <laughs> but uh my parents always talked about me watching it when before I was even a year old, sitting on their laps watching it, so I just grew up with it. And I thought Boba Fett looked cool back in the day, and I liked his action figure most. And then uh when I got older I started wanting to, like, do the fan art things. They were all garbage. But they got me into doing it more. And as I started being able to, like, read things and play games and stuff, I got, like, really into the the culture of the Mandalorians and the costumes they have, armor that they have. And from then on, I just wanted to make one. And my one friend that got me into the club scene showed me how. That's... I'm sorry that we were so distracted by it's the swarm of mosquitoes. The, it yeah. is the swarm of mosquitoes that's around the room. It's the it's the Jed Bush mosquitoes. Yeah. Um, so something that I've personally seen from you since we've gone back a few years, something that I've seen from you as a I know him is that, and I know him. <laughs> uh, um, something that I've seen from you over the years is that you're very upfront about the progress you've made since you started cosplaying uh, Nico Fett in mm-hmm. 2010. And really, because I was looking at your most recent comparison photo between mm-hmm. 2010 and 2019, and holy cow. And so that's and a glow up. <laughs> also, the photos that you did with Dustin Falcoma are oh God, they're so beautiful. Christine. They're so, so detailed, and I can see all the weathering, and I just look at it, and I go, eh. So good. So when was, when was like the first time that you were able to look back on the progress that you made with this character, with this cosplay, and say, oh, my God, this – like, I'm really – coming uh, along with this mm-hmm. from 2010? Uh, my f- first time I wore it was 2010. It was like the picture on my thing is from like a Halloween party that mm-hmm. year. The first time putting the costume on it all. My first con I did in it was Motor City 2011. And so I had like a basic little bit more added to it, but it still was eh. And then I s- did slow upgrades to it over time, like, I didn't actually start going to cons like consistently until 2013. I joined U of M Flint, uh, U of M's Anime Club, and we went to ShidoCon. And from then on, I started going at least that in Yoma each year, trying to make my costume look better each time. Uh, fast forward from that point three years to math. Uh, and so 2015, I graduated from the University of Michigan. I decided, well, I have money now-ish. I don't have to spend it on school. I can finally get back into that costume. And so I commissioned a buddy of mine down in Florida who I think his Instagram is at SolusRam, S-O-L-U-S-R-A-A-M. He made the armor set for me. A clanmate of mine painted up a uh, – no, I painted my first helmet. I'm all off because I've had so many different versions of this thing. <laughs> but so – about 2016, I got into my current set where it's only gotten improved from there, but it's like my first time of being able to look back and be like, oh, this looks entirely better now. Mm-hmm. And so progressively each year, I have like slightly more things to it where I'll look back in the previous year and be like, well, boy, am I glad I'm not that anymore. So I guess that begs the question, then where do you see yourself going from here? Uh, next upgrade I've got is I've got a Sabine Wren style jetpack from Star Wars Rebels that we're doing. 
my uh, best friend and cosplay wife at Stellar dot Corona is uh, painting it up for me, Ooh. and she's adding little. Uh, for those that don't know, the galactic script for all the main language in Star Wars is Orabesh, and the one for Mandalorian is Mandoa. Well, she's putting Orabesh and Mandoa script all over it with the different things we get called when we're in costume. Mm-hmm. And so it says, like, Power Rangers and Jousters. We got called Jousters once. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clan of Huts and Stormtrooper, those kind of things. Yeah. And so that's my next upgrade to that. And preferably this year I'll finally be finishing my second armor set, which is going to be a purple and orange Mandalorian pilot from the Star Wars Rebels. Nice. Ooh, I was wondering when you're going to do the shiny orange armor. The shiny orange. <laughs> the shiny orange is my original. It was just a very bright gloss paint. Yeah. And I didn't know about black washing or anything for another five years. And so I was very shiny for a long time. <laughs> So, so do, you, do you currently only have the one set of black and orange armor, or do you have multiple black and orange Just the armor? one set myself. And then I've got my uh, Kazuto Ziono from Star Wars Resistance that Stella Corona also made for me because I'm not talented at making things, but she is. I just have talented friends. Yeah, and she, she's great. Yeah, there's um, – She's a former for guest. You, she is a former guest um, <laughs> in an episode from Great Lakes Comic Con. Um, Back in fe- start of the year, February, yeah, beginning of the year, I think. It's when she just finished her tour that goes along with my Kaz. Yeah, it was pretty rad. So yeah, yeah go back and check that out. Um, I think it's one of it was before we started just numbering all of the episodes, mm. even if they were at a con. So it's it should be fairly easy to find. It's uh, in the somewhere in the thirties, I think. Mm. So yeah, so yeah. check that out. But yeah, she's uber talented. Oh, yeah. So we've got. Those are my main two that I have. We're doing Generic Jedi for the movie premiere. And then I've had various anime cosplays over the years, but they did not look as good as I want looking back, and so I don't post them often. Really? Well, I used to do Attack on Titan. I did uh, Bertolt Hoover. Ooh. And then I did uh, what's this anime called Mechacusity Actors and from based on the Kagaru Project. And my... Friend Callie and I both did uh, the blue float around girl. It was like a, I guess she was an e girl back before e girls were a thing, kind of. <laughs> but we both did, she did, uh, her name's N.A. Takana Enomoto, and Callie did the female version, and I did a gender band version. And it was our first time each making a costume. And it made me hate making costumes forever because of sewing things and dying things. And it made me so sad. If she was an e-girl before e-girls were a thing, was she a pre-girl? Kind of. <laughs> I guess. So um, The Mandalorian has been coming out these past few weeks. It's on wonderful. Disney Plus. Tell us about – tell us about – because you mentioned we were talking before we started recording the episode – uh, about some new traction that your page has gotten now that the Mandalorian is oh, out. Every, Tell us a little bit about that. Every one of us in clan. Hi, everyone. I'm from Tracor clan of Michigan, I should add. We're the <laughs> Michigan chapter of the Mandalorian Merch Costume Club. Look Woo! us up. T-R-A apostrophe C-O-R. It's an aquatic rancor. <laughs> but uh, everyone that I know has been getting countless random friend requests from people and things. I had to change my Facebook cover photo just to say, if you don't know me, like my page instead. Right. But my page has gotten like over two, three hundred likes in the last month from that, mm-hmm. and uh, Instagram's been blowing up from it too because everyone starts following the Mandalorian hashtags now. That's crazy. And so, and thankfully, I guess as I also run our clan's 
uh, social media pages. They've shot up at two. It makes me sad. They're looking at them like, oh, yeah, I'm jealous of my other page for having more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, with the five, like, just with the 501st, the Mean Delorean clans seem to have a lot of camaraderie. We do, and, yeah, well, they're like sister clubs of ours, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, we move, like, within, so... Just tell us a little bit about the experience you had at Star Wars Celebration when you were part of the Mandalorians. It panel. was the best con of my life. Uh, I do, as I was saying before, Kaz is a member of the Red. Kaz, I have approved with the Rebel Legion, so I get to do Legion stuff. But I also do events with the Mandalorian Mercs, which is a sister club to those two. But the Mandalorian Mercs got a special invite. At the uh, at Star Wars Celebration Chicago to be VIP seating at the panel for the Mandalorian, and so we had I want to say it was like forty of us. I can't remember. They told us please don't wear armor, but bring your helmets. Oh, and wow. so there were videos going around online of it. Of we were just all hype every time they brought anything up. It just turned into all the Mando standing up chanting Oya or Mandalore or Mandalore, shaking our helmets in the air. And it was like the most thrilling moment of my life to be around everyone that's so talented and chanting like that. And I also got interviewed by Warwick Davis at that panel, and it was cool because the person ahead of me got asked about what the club does and charity things, and they just kind of blanked because there's a camera in their face all of a sudden, and they didn't know what to do. And then he came to me next, and I'm a PR officer, and so I had the whole spiel memorized, so despite that I'm like panicking – I could still rattle it off. Yeah, it helps having some experience being up in front of people mm-hmm. all the time. And you, I mean, you're clearly the shyest person we've ever had on the show. Oh, I've, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how to talk to I can't get a peep out of you. No. It's, you're so quiet. I'm very timid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> on the next ASMR, so I'll totally come back for that. Oh, oh those are some nice tingles. <laughs> Are friends, not food. Oh yes. Um. So this has been ASMR with Magnitude and Nico. Uh, <laughs> Coming uh, soon on I, Disney Plus. I smell a spinoff podcast. Yeah. ASMR with Magnitude and Nico. I'm down with this. Absolutely sensational Mandalorian reactions. Oh my. That's what it stands for. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Let's that do was, it. I love that. See, you got to watch the show, and then we'll do. It. I do have to. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Same. I, I, good. I mean, we. I mean, we only have four episodes to catch up on, so not at we the could point do that this airs. Yeah, easy. Uh, <laughs> so, would you say that's your most memorable cosplay moment and that most memorable celebration? Definitely was probably one of the biggest for me because I got to meet so many people that I've known online throughout the last decade that I finally got to meet in person, and so. On my Facebook page, I was taking selfies of people that I was finally meeting, and every caption was like, this picture took this many years to get. And besides that, my next highs would be like uh, Stellar Corona and I. She does Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels, and her and Nika, we do things together a lot. And we got to shoot T-shirt cannons at the uh, University of Michigan basketball game. Oh, I and think I saw that. It was yeah. incredible because they tell you, like, don't turn about this kind of PSI to look at the dial. I'm like, it's only, like, right here, though. Right. Okay. And then I started, it's like, Funk. you're like, oh, my God, do it again. You were recently at the MSU hockey game, too. Yep. For Star Wars night, was it? Yep. How was yeah, that? Yeah, we do get to do a lot of those due to our club is LFL approved, which is Lucasfilms Limited. And so we get to do all the uh, big Star Wars night events and things for sporting games and things. That and it's so awesome. Enormously cool. Yeah. I completely missed what What's, your question was. Um, I f- missed what my question you was. You were just 
saying I was that just commenting. I, I think you, you stated been, a fact. You, you stated right. a fact that <laughs> he had been at the MSU game. <laughs> I talk really fast and I'm sure I'm just bulldozing over you. I'm sorry. Completely blank-minded with magnitude and Nico. <laughs> um, so we just stand we, here in the p- microphones and you go, uh, So what's the coolest event along those lines, along like MSU Hockey Night and U of M Basketball? So sporting um, things. Sporting things. Mm. Yes, that's what they call them. What's the sporting coolest event? What is the coolest sporting Sport event ball. that you've gotten to um, be a part of as Nico Fett? Uh, my favorite probably would be that U of M game I was just talking about. The T-shirt cannons was amazing. And we also got like – it was like the nicest changing room I've ever been given. Ooh. In armor, they gave us the uh, volleyball team's locker room. So everything is like leather chairs and whole little – cubby holes to put things in and a full-size bathroom for wow. it and it was amazing i've been putting a lot of broom closets for these <laughs> kind of things but uh i think i also like doing detroit tigers star wars nights really fun because it's a huge turnout for those oh yeah and uh by the time this airs already have done it but we got uh flint firebirds hockey Ooh, and flint nice. is doing their first star wars night in like three years Ooh. and it's nice to have one nearby to get to go to <laughs> It helps too. They're so. Are they doing it to tie in with uh, with the new release coming with out? Rise yeah. of the Skywalker to get people coming in because of hype. Oh yeah. With with so speaking of that, tell us how hype you are for episode nine. I'm very hyped, but at the same time, it's like I keep seeing trailers for it, and it'll catch me off guard because they put out so much other big content right before it. That it's right. like those things took all the hype and now I'm like, oh, yeah, this movie's still coming out That's kind of how I felt. Like yeah. I was supremely hyped for episode seven and eight with her, which are both just fantastic movies. Mm-hmm. And with episode nine, I'm still incredibly excited to see it. But also it's like – and maybe it's just a general life thing since I've gone from being a student to being a full-time wage slave. Now an um, adult. So I, that's I think what they call them. Yeah. So I think it, so I think kind of a lot of that has kind of distracted from the hype, plus all the hype around Disney Plus, Mandalorian, yeah. and well, it's like, like that. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order video game, which is like one of the most anticipated games well. yeah. I've had of Star Wars, came out the same week as Disney Plus and the Mandalorian premiere had like two episodes in the first week. Right. And so it's like you hit me with all this great hype stuff right before the movie. <laughs> yeah, it would almost do. Wouldn't it? I don't know. To me, it would make more sense to at least have the show after the movie comes out when people are still no, like – No, Mandalorian content sooner. <laughs> OK. Fair. Well, so I think the Mandalorian also there was hoping they would help bring back some fans who were upset with the last mm-hmm. couple Star Wars movies. Oh, Not so the Butthurt happy. Boys. Not everybody's the happy The Butthurt Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Butthurt Boys. The Butthurt Boys. But what who I'm, are fine with yeah. – from I, what I understand, who are fine with Yoda, baby, baby Yoda species. We don't talk trash of baby Yoda. I Look, love that sweet child. Who are fine with baby Yoda species um, being able to fully control the force, but are upset when a woman moves a pebble is how yes. it was described Sounds to me. about right. Yes. That's, so, that's, that's the logic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But also more hot, like, it stinks. There's so many things on both sides that I'm more hyped for. Because I'm really excited for episode nine, but like the start of next year, the new Lego Star Wars game comes out. Ooh. And I've loved those yeah. my whole life. I didn't even know that there's a new one coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. They're That's... redoing the, it's still like the entire saga one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And I just really love Lego Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask something about. Ooh, would you ever do a Lego Mandalorian? <gasps> like oh. me make one? Yeah. No. Well, like, would you ever I do have one. want my, uh... to cosplay one? Oh, that'd be really cool, yeah. I thought you were saying to like, have a little minifigure. Like, also, yes. A, also, yes. Like, clan mate of mine, uh, I think he changed his name to Legolander now. It's like L-E-G-O-L-N-D-R, I think. But, yeah, he does uh, – uh, his name goes by Kip Cheeto in our 
uh, Mando things, and he does Lego comic of all of our uh, clanmates and people going on adventures, like immediately before Return of the Jedi. <laughs> nice. Can you quickly tell us a little bit about the clan, how people can join the clan, and where they can find information on the clan? You know, it starts to feel really weird when other people say the clan out loud. <laughs> like when true. I say it, it feels normal. Other people do it. I'm like, oh, God, is that what does we sound, sound like? Does it sound like the cult? <laughs> no, it just sounds like the clan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, the clan that doesn't start with a C. Yeah. Oh. The bad guys. Oh, That's, the bad clan. Yes. The bad boys. The bad clan. The bad boys. The uh, Tracor, right? Yes, Tracor clan. Yes. Like I said before, Tracor is an aquatic rancor in Star Wars. Our immediate neighbor to the south is Rancor Clan in Ohio. And so we're kind of cousins. I guess we do events together all the time. So we figure we do something like that. We used to be originally called Sumpirade when we were founded, which means uh, it was like Children of the Lakes. But no one could ever spell it or pronounce it. And so after six years, they changed the name. <laughs> but yeah, we're, uh, we're the Michigan chapter for Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club, which is a Star Wars costuming charity organization. We were found, our particular chapter was founded in 2010. So this next year is going to be our 10 year anniversary. Ooh. And we do charity events. We do cons. We have booths at cons or we attend sporting events and things like that. Uh, we do, um, Charity work through our charity called Little Warriors International, which is a 501c charity that goes through our club that helps with uh, money for children in need and occasional disaster relief if needed. And then really gets used a lot during like holiday time, this end of the year and stuff. And we can be found at Tracor Clan Mandalorian Mercs of Michigan on Facebook or Tracor Clan underscore Mercs of MI on Instagram. Which is T R A C O R C L A N. I'm a PR officer. Yes, very nicely yeah. spelled out. We appreciate that for sure, especially for people listening who don't know what trade court so. is. Yeah, Ooh, there you go. Yeah. You know, or how to spell. It. A Mandalorian yeah, is a spaceman or woman or non-binary that has a teeth for a face. <laughs> is that is that the technical definition? No, but it's my definition. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whenever, well, like kids will get sc- some kids will get scared, and I'll be like, "It's okay. I understand. It's scary. I have a big T for a face." Yeah, I, I am a little disappointed you weren't wearing the helmet the whole time. <laughs> you, I, I've I've hosted the cosplay contest and cosplay co- uh, uh, fashion show at Shido, and then the ones at LTU Expo, and I've tried having a microphone under this helmet, and it does not work. <laughs> That's fair. No, I'm just fair. I'm just totally jazzed that you brought it. So yes, it's in mm-hmm. my bucket. Its name is Derp. <laughs> because a friend who painted it wrote Derp in Mandoa here on the back. That's awesome. <laughs> and then the back plate says Pork Dad in Mandalorian as well. That's. These I see are, you brought your children with you. Yes, these are my boys. This is Porgsley and this is Porg Meat. You can tell by their war paint and that Porgsley has a uh, rhinestone on his uh, bow tie. They have bow ties because they went to a friend's wedding in May, <laughs> on May 4th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, uh, that was Bill and Kate, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was nice. That was a good time. It was time. a fun wedding. Yeah. All right. Well, we do need to start wrapping up. But thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about uh, Mandalorian Mercs and Star Wars. everything and, and Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> it was so exciting. So uh, I will continue to do this directly into your ear holes, Sean. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> um, 
I'm this sorry, is the quality I, I, content people have come to know and love. It is. Or tolerate. Also, it, it's been a while. I just want to say, because this question doesn't get asked a whole lot, because Tori watches this and she's my orange sister. Uh, Bigfoot would totally beat Loch Ness Monster in a fight in space. <laughs> Look, okay, we're going to move past I'm not, that. I'm not, I'm not going to discuss it at all. It's just it's fact. <laughs> I'm sure Tori will appreciate it. Everyone's entitled to be wrong. Big O. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank, I think we covered where we can where we can find you, but you and and the the Mandos, but mm. um, you specifically are on Instagram at uh, at Nico the Fet N I C O T H E F E T T. Cool, and yeah. then Facebook is N I C O space F E T T. That one was started. A lot earlier. Yeah. And so it was before I added the in there because MC Chris has a song called uh, Fet's Vet where the main line, like the main chorus line is my backpack's got jets on Boba the Fet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'll have jetpack and I'll be cool. Yep. Nico the Fet. Yeah. It's a good song. I like that. This is the way. Yeah. This is the way. <laughs> You don't um, get that because you haven't watched the show yet. No, but Sean hasn't either, but he still said it anyways. I did. Yeah. My boy gets it. That's fine. This is this is the way. Um, you can tell I'm I'm being a fake fangirl, even though I'll have you know that I when I was in fifth grade, just a wee fourth ass. grade something when I was in like elementary school, uh, my cousin and I wrote horrible Star Wars fan fiction and nice. then went and acted it out on the playground. Nice, thank you. Hey, hey you want Han Solo with me over the summer? There you out. go. So I did. I was the only girl who would play Star Wars on the playground uh, in second grade when the movie, when the original trilogy got re-released in theaters. So I do, I do love me some Star Wars, but I've sort of backed off over the years. I think Star just, Wars. I thought we were talking about Battlestar Galactica. Sorry. <laughs> I do love BSG though. So <laughs> say we all show ever. Yeah. So good. Meeting, uh, meeting. Edward James almost was one of the greatest moments of my life. I'm very jealous. Of oh that. my god. He gave me a hug. You're <laughs> so nice. Sean, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Magnitude Cosplay, all one word, no caps and no spaces. And you can also find me on Twitter at Magnitude Cos without the play, just at Magnitude Cos. I feel like every time you say that, it's like it makes me think your Instagram, your Twitter name is Magnitude Cos without the play. <laughs> I I should change it to that. Do it. That would be way too long. And as Palpatine would say, do it. do it, do it, do it, do it. Kiki, where can we find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise or Facebook Kiki Elise Cosplay. You can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential um, or Facebook Cosplay Confidential Podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere fine podcasts are heard through the Podcast Detroit Network. And Will, over to you. You can find me on Instagram at Willow's Pizza. Don't forget the show has a Kofi. Please donate and help us buy awesome things for the show and help us um, continue doing episodes. I have spoken. That's my boy. All right. And uh, so once again. Oh, for- one more thing. I realize I never gave the actual Costume Clothes website. To look at oh, it's yeah. MandalorianMerks.org slash the forward slash get involved. I don't know. Either way, it's MandalorianMerks.org. Yay. Yay. Everything's all wrapped up in a nice little bow. All right. So once again, thank you so much for joining us. This is it was delightful having you. You're a delight. Yeah. I, thank you. I'm exhausted. <laughs> but you know who's, also, but you know who's also a delight? Aww. 
Sean was the true delight this episode. And Will. They really kept it going. And I just sat here and tried to manage things for our future guests and things. So (laughs) I appreciate (laughs) all of you. I'm just extra. People who are listening and I thought watching you were gesturing this empty seat over here. No, I'm gesturing directly to the camera. So uh, thank you. I'm just looking blankly at it. And we'll, <laughs> uh, let us know what you think of all the new Star Wars stuff or don't. I'm sure some of you will do so regardless. But uh, let I us like know who your favorite Star Wars cosplayers are for sure. It's me. It, Apart it, from Nico the Fat because obviously it's he's at Stellar.Corona. Yeah, and Stellar Not Corona. She's my Jeez, favorite. Oh, Gosh, <laughs> yeah. I love her. All right, so once again from Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. I'm Nico. I'm Sean. I'm Will. Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love. Oh. <laughs>